Welcome to 502 Entrepreneurs, Louisville's podcast featuring small business owners, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers, all who have a story to tell. I am your host, Carl Armijo, owner and operator of Carl Armijo Photography. Our guest today is Brooke Haynes, a coach who will help you transition your offline business to online. It's time to keep it weird with Brooke. Hey, Brooke, thanks for joining us on 502 Entrepreneurs. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thanks. Oh, great. That's awesome. I'm super glad to have you here. Um, This is my first time recording the podcast with a new platform. Um, Typically, I have people over to my uh, my place. uh, We record in studio, um, but because of coronavirus and things like that, um, you know, we can't do that anymore for a little while. Um, So here we are on the internet. yeah so if there's any uh technical problems or something then then we know why so um why don't you go ahead and uh tell everybody uh who you are and kind of one of the things that you're working on right now because you know we, we talked a little before we recorded and you are one busy lady Hi, yes, thank you. Um, my name is Brooke Haynes, and what I'm doing right now is one of my favorite things I've done in a long time, although I'd probably say that at the time about everything. <laughs> and I'm helping um, solopreneurs and small businesses pivot from online or excuse me from in-person trainings or in-person workshops and events and showing them how to how to be able to do that online, not just like how to do it, but like let's go through that training and figure out how to capture the essence of your training or your workshop in a Zoom room or in WebEx or what and whatever platform that is most suitable for you. My favorite part is the masterminding. And I also love hosting it in the background because then I get to learn all the things that are happening <laughs> with everyone. And um, so, so that's the two things that I'm doing right now that I've really seen how my past has set me up for this. And, um, and I'm really happy to be doing it. Yeah, so you've been helping solopreneurs and entrepreneurs move their content from in-person to online even before, you know, we've come into this coronavirus situation. So you're like the ideal person to to talk to about it now because you've had that experience um, in the past. And it just so happens that there's tons of people now who are caught in a bind and, you know, trying to to pivot super quick and uh, may not be doing the right things or may not know exactly how to go. Right. Yes. Um, that's true. And I actually started doing this through someone who just, I was helping a, a coach um, do something similar to what I do now. And someone said, Hey, do you, would you mind doing that for us? And then it just kind of grew. And then this hit. And then when this hit, I, um, it just took off. And why I think it took off the most is because of how much fun I was having in it. Um, it, I was just really having a blast, and it was a way for me. I love, um, I love supporting other people, and I love like hosting them, putting them up on a pedestal, and like watching, showing them how to thrive, and you know, like being their person back person to let them thrive. Um, way more than me being the person. I think that's why I was just talking. Is that I was <laughs> Usually I get to talk about other people, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> but um, but I've just really came to a place during all of this where uh, that I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm very, I'm like proud of humans right now and the way people are rising, um, the way we're capturing who we are. Um, 
online, the way we're standing out in the sea of so many videos and so many trainings and everyone been wanting to go online um, and, and just really just embracing what we're going through and and now seeing so much more opportunity for the future. So many businesses are growing um, or there's opportunities opening for um, people who aren't growing, but they can pivot in different areas. That doesn't mean it has to be a pivot online either. Right, right. So what's the, I'm going to throw a curveball at you maybe yeah. a little bit here, but what's the most unusual business that you've kind of helped uh, move from, you know, not online to online, you know, that maybe people kind of don't see as a, an online kind of company or business that you kind of help transition to that, that, that direction. So the, uh, the most unusual in the beginning, because now we're a month into this, and so it continues to be. <laughs> right. First it was like, I even saw, we even support it. We even saw someone be successful in an online yoga. And everybody was like, oh, no way, no way. Now, like, everybody's doing on y'all yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and now that's like, you can find that. But, and I'm glad we, we all, a lot of us need online yoga. <laughs> 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 um. But um, so that was that was my first odd one. And then really, um, I've done a lot of really personal as, um, as a, an assistant to a business coach, personal coaching online um, in a group form. But what I've seen recently is like some really unusual um, ways to engage when it comes to like leadership trainings and things that usually you have to get in person and, and, um, and get into groups and, and come over and find your answers. And then we come back, we have a lot of fun with breakout rooms. So I guess the most unusual thing would be just like the way we've put things together to make it happen. Um, okay. More than what the, or the process is. as opposed to, I have seen people, business. Yes, correct. I have seen people and now I've gotten into um, working with some doulas who I am now like lifting up because of all the work that they do and taught birthing, uh, um, how to how to help someone birthing. Now it's like, how do you help someone in birth online? I mean, what right, yeah. are we having now? Right. Yeah. So what's uh, what would be like your your best uh, tip? For somebody who's like, I need to make this transition real quick because coronavirus has me in a big bind. So my best tip is is to let it come out the most natural way possible. Not to worry about the professionalism, not to worry about um, what it's going to look like or who's going to see it or what your people want. It's not going to be about who's the best at this, it's going to be about who's the most them. And that's what I'm seeing who's rising above. Almost everything, I've spent thousands, thousands, and I know people have spent tens of thousands into coaching and training and marketing and all of these things. And, I, and even though it's still in us, so I'm very glad of that, it's almost like it's all out the door now. And what, <laughs> right. <laughs> It, and because what's really, how do I stand out in this sea of every video going down my feed or every person going online? It's the people who are just coming true, coming real, coming out of themselves and saying, hey, you know what? This is what is. And then they are people who are good at something, but now they're unleashing themselves. And that's who's standing out. That's who's rising. And that's who who's following is just multiplying like crazy. Right. No. Uh, the people who are being the most authentic. 
Yes. You know, it wasn't like like three or four months ago, I had a, a conversation with a group of women between like 40 and 60. And I was like, you know, ladies, <laughs> I've been hanging out with a lot of younger folks lately. <laughs> and um, we have been talking about being real and being authentic and breaking down your shells for years. And we're still working on it. But there's a whole group behind us who doesn't even know what we're talking about. They just are. And, <laughs> and it's like, it's time for us just to do it. Be be university. That's actually something that years ago for that we came up with behind scenes. That's my business now, be university. And um, but um, but then it's like now it's time, even myself, I was like, I could do it, right? I'm just gonna be me. But now it's just time. Like there's no filters. It just let it be. <laughs> yeah, you have you have to because you know it's uh people nowadays they they buy you and your product combined in one, as opposed to just buying your product, you know, everyone's so, so out there in the world these days. And, you know, with the, the so many platforms that you're on, you know, between Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever it is, it's all your face. And, um, you know, people feel like they know you um, a lot of the times. And so they're, they're likely to buy from you. Yeah. And then in a little bit that's increasing that, like it's in multiplying that effect is now if they don't know us for what our office looks like or our little cubby hole that we <laughs> right. behind it. They know our kids. They know our animals. They know the backgrounds we carry. They know how strong our Internet connection is. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Wide open. And the world is all in the same place. So it's it allows us to be that. Yeah. You know, the, the, the thing going around online now is like all the zoom calls and, you know, the, the kids running through or the dogs interrupting and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, people are getting a glimpse into everybody's life that they never saw before. And I think people are really liking it. So, you know, it's kind of a, it's a neat thing that the virus has brought up that, that people can see. Yes. It brought me closer to people and I've had to just be okay with things. I had my four-year-old walk into a, a live video saying, mom, I got to poop and puts his arms up. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> you know, the old, old me was like, stop it. And I was like, nah, man, this is, we're rolling, you know? And then, yeah. and then yesterday, same four-year-old, only have one. <laughs> um, I was in a meeting with a group of women and usually when he start, if he's, starts up I'll just turn my video off and listen but I won't be so distracting my video was frozen I couldn't turn it off so I played the beat ball while I was listening <laughs> no one getting paid for that event there is a difference <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so um you know if, if you know we, we got your best tip um there but what's a what's a mistake you see people making all the time as they're trying to to, to do this and, and get more online? Um, too much, too, you know, <laughs> I laugh because I know what someone that might possibly hear this is going to laugh at me for, but too much planning and too much, too much, too much trying. Um, it, it really goes back to what we just talked about. And um, when we try so hard to make it so perfect, it's not going to be, we're going to have video lag. We're going to have a person didn't get on. We're going to have a, pause it didn't stop right at the exact time and so when you're trying to be perfect those little tiny things stick out so much more but and so I feel like that's the number one mistake and two um is being it, this isn't a mistake this is just who we are as human that whole okay I have been so good at it this way can I be 
good at it that way. And the whole emotional self-sabotaging thoughts that come on, that's not a mistake. That's part of life. But it's like mm -hmm. suggestion. Another tip would be, you know what? Breathe it in, feel it, let it go. And because it's and because it's it's no longer the time for that. Just show up and do. And 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 it's all things we've always heard, but now I feel like I just keep coming back to that. Now we're it's the whole world's in the same place. So it's right. We can really I mean, within that place, it looks a lot different for everyone, but it, we understand what everybody's going through more than ever. And I, I, I named this 2020 more than ever, because almost everything everybody says is like more than ever, you know, <laughs> like, more than ever. We, we truly do have something in common with the whole world has in common, um, regardless of what differences may be inside of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I think, uh, you know, the, the point you brought up about, uh, I guess I call it imposter syndrome, right? Where I, I kind of, you know, where people are afraid that, um, you know, to, to do it or try it or, you know, they don't think they know enough or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, that, uh, you know, that, that really holds people back. I know all about that. I have been, um, I have allowed myself to, I've held myself back with the imposter syndrome for a very long time. And because I knew such amazing experts and ha and I have been, whew, man, I have been gifted with being able to work upfront and close, close with so many incredible people and professionally. I mean, friend wise, we'll just go on forever about that, but <laughs> so like professionally. And when it came my turn, like people were grooming me to do something. And then when it came my turn, I never thought I was as good as they were. And so right. I just dropped the ball every time. And so um, I understand that. And um, I get that. And I've, and I've, and I have done the work I have done. I've been on my journey. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and um, so, but this, this is really just kind of like forced it. And I feel like, um, it kind of all started when I know it didn't kind of, but the big pivot right lately has been when I didn't really know exactly how I was going to move forward in my business because I had so many other businesses rolling and all of them were successful, but they, none of them were successful to me means that they were functioning, they were working, they were bringing money in, but I wasn't thriving personally in them. I had learned a lot, but once I had learned everything I can learn, I wasn't going past that. And so I stepped back. I, I had, it was not with, it was within the last year. I stepped way back and got everything off my plate. And there was a point where I was like, I have no idea what I really want to thrive in right now, which is really odd. I've been an entrepreneur for 18 years. And, right. and then what happened is I said, you know what? I didn't say the word screw it, but for this, that's what I said. And <laughs> fun. And, um, I started doing what I do love most. And that was, um, having one-on-ones in an old fashioned one-on-one -on -one way and seeing what people are doing and what they're out there. And it wasn't a matter of things just started turning for me. And I started finding myself into what I like talking about and what I'm good at and how I connect with people. Within 48 hours, I would, I started having jobs come in that I, from anywhere that I didn't ever do before. And that really um, molded me into what I'm doing right now. Wow. That's, that's yeah. great. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that, that's a kind of a good segue there. You know, you said you've been an entrepreneur for 18 years, which is a long time. And, you know, you've done a lot of things um, in the past. Can you just give us a quick uh, 
little rundown list of all the things that you've done um, over those 18 years. <laughs> you don't have to do a ball. Just hit the highlights. <laughs> I'll see. I'll, I'll see how I, quick I can do it. I came to Louisville, Kentucky, because I was opening up an office for a company, and it was a multi-level marketing company. And I came here to open up an office, and um, we expanded all over the region. We left that company um, due to morals and ethics. And the partner I left with, well, I had to leave him due to morals and ethics. <laughs> and, um, and that was good. I learned so much. I was 22 years old. We were saying awesome before everybody else said awesome. They were like, "We love your office." We could come in and everybody's like, awesome. <laughs> um, and I had this, I had this vision from a very, very young age of that we could all do what our passion and what we really love. If we all really did it, it could work together. We could live and thrive in that side of that passion, as long as you kept some other skills open too. And um, people, I remember being on stage with a thousand people and talking about that, and they were like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember like you look like you're patting me on the head, like you're such a dreamer, you're so cute. <laughs> But um, and then I went on and I did a I did a more of a wasn't it was sales career for about three and a half years made very good money redesigned kitchens and then I said well well I'm over here making six figures every year but I'm still I'm not I'm not as fulfilled I had worked out of it um I want to go start this um my passion I've been looking at it for a long time and from that was that was 10, 11 years ago now and so I resigned from there and then for the last eleven years it's been like just trying to roll one company off another which looked like I still I wanted to have a farm for abuse the band I'm still gonna do a program and um, on a farm and for kids at first it was abused and abandoned children until I fostered and then now I'm like okay we're gonna narrow in on that <laughs> And we're going to do um, more of a transition program. So I started selling local farm foods and taking them to people's doors. And um, so here I am thriving and getting that going. And I hit a cap to where I either needed to invest or uh, in bigger. And it was right about the time um, a big company here had decided to stop. And I was offered, hey, we'll back you up if you want to go big with this. Or I had to stop because I was burned out and still broke. Yeah. And um, I loved my passion, but my passion were the children in the program, not the food. Even right. though, you know. So then from there, it pivoted again. And I started working with a woman in Canada that was a life coach. And then I trained under her and then I helped her. And I was a life coach for a couple of years with her through her, her people, her marketing. Then I built a skincare line for her. And then she retired and hands it to me. And then now I still run the skincare line. And then I took a program on how to do better with that skincare line through a business coach. And guess what? Started working for her for 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch her take 40, you know, uh, like probably 47-ish entrepreneurs and helping them really take them and grow their business. And I've been hand on hand with that. So I love watching that. So that's just kind of been how things have molded for me. And um, so all that's in me and I loved it all for the time. And now I'm seeing finally myself coming out. Um, and seeing the, the, where I stand in, I'm not Tara as a life coach. I'm not Anna as a business coach. I'm Brooke coming out with Brooke's own thing. And it's right. super to watch. That's cool. So let me ask you this then, you know, over those 18 years, what do you think is the biggest uh, mistake or lesson learned that you had, um, over, over that time? Holding myself back. Um, the biggest thing has been, um, 
has been holding myself back and putting those people on the pedestal. Like, oh, they deserve to be on. I mean, they, they're really great people. But I, but I didn't let myself be as good as them. And so it affected my work, my quality of work. It affected my vision. Um, it, and it caused more self-doubt. And it started actually growing a, more apart from them instead of coming together like them. That was the biggest thing. Um, I'm very, very good friends with the, uh, with the two ladies that I spoke of earlier. Still very close to them. Still work with one of them. <laughs> and well, really both of them, if you think about it. Depends on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be the biggest mistake. Uh, and another thing is, is um, labeling, trying to fit into a mold. And that's kind of what I just said, but yeah, kind of mold myself into something specific and not keeping my mind open to, yes, this is what you dreamed of. It just looks a little different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, carving out your own little, uh, your little area there of the pie that nobody else is in. Yes. And I have one more thing to add to that. Not fun. I made it like work. (laughs) seriously has been the biggest change in me in the last six months and it's like I just was making it work and I would say it's fun because I really get into self-development I really get into these things it's fun but I was serious about that I was serious about having fun (laughs) yeah yeah that probably looking back in today would be a big one yeah sure you know the what is the the old saying you know enjoy what you do and you never work a day in your life you know i don't i don't necessarily believe it because if you you know if you want to to grow your company or you know um you know scale in any way at all you know even though you love doing it it's still going to be work you know and there's going to be days that you don't like it as much you know and days where it's feel a little tedious and things like that you know it, it still might be your passion which is which is ideal situation right but it's still going to take hard work dedication consistency to to get your company to to where you want it to go you know if it's your passion or not and then the big thing is is you know from working like a nine to five job to, to doing your own thing is you're working to grow your dreams now instead of working to grow somebody else's dreams. Yes. And they'll you be know. throughout that journey that you're like, maybe I should go work for someone else. This is a heck of a lot easier. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and sometimes you need to take a break. And because I, I believe that with, that we do kind of, when you get relief, then everything comes back. Like, like what, or comes back in, like you show back up. Cause when you're relieved and you're not worried about what to do next, what contact to put out content to put out or um, how much money is coming in or blah, 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 blah. And if you take a step back and just get fine relief in something, I, um, then I can, I'll give you an example. I, I <laughs> look, I'm like, uh, uh, I get it. <laughs> um, when I didn't know during that time and I was like, I really just don't know what to do with this. I went and I did lift and I couldn't believe it because I didn't have a, but that wasn't a job. I still had my own thing. I could do it around my son's schedule. Right. I'm going to have fun. And that's when the whole thing started. I said, you know what? I'm going to have fun with this because I don't have any expectations out of it. And I could watch when I was having fun and when I wasn't and the difference of the rides and the quality I got. And, um, and I started having so much fun. There was no resistance in me doing lift. And it was just two nights a week on the weeknight, on weekend nights and um, making some money and just having fun. And that's when I really started seeing how important that fun was. And um, 
And when I, and then I had relief, I was like, okay. So that cushioned the, the wobble during the time of me not knowing really where I wanted to excel. I mean, my skincare right. and in money still, I had other revenues of income. I have several revenues of income. Yeah. And, um, I, I like to ask people that question. And my wife makes fun of me because she's like, you and your friends are the only people I know who ever worry about that. But like, you know, how many streams of income do you have? Oh, I, me? Are you at, was that, a, yeah, I have, um, I was, you know, when you asked me this once, I counted, now I can't, I think five. Um, five, okay. Yes, I have five streams of income, and I'm always open for more. If it fits my, I like it. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. You just gotta bounce around and have some fun and be like, you know what, I'm gonna do this today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm up to four now. Um, but you know, I need more. That's for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> you know, know, there was this thing and I grew up learning, hearing, um, you focus, focus, focus. You have one thing to focus in and you'll thrive. Focus, 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 you know? And, um, I was never good at it. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but now focus to me means something totally different. It's focused on how I'm doing things. It's focusing my perspective. So if I feel like five revenues of income is perfect, or if I feel like it's 10, or if I feel like it's one, as long as I continue to stay focused and not get dispersed in the way I feel about that, then we're focused. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. So I want to trans transition here um, into some of the mindset work you do, because yeah. um, you do a lot of a lot of mindset work with uh, with entrepreneurs and other <laughs> other people there, and it seems like that's kind of your jam. So uh, <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about you know what you do there. Well, so I do. I used to do it. My dream was always to be like a coach, a coach, and I was coaching. I was coaching for someone. And then I started coaching by myself, mostly on referrals and things, but really um, I don't really in, as much enjoy taking on a client for an X amount, of time, X amount of time for a period of six weeks or six months or something like that, because, um, because there's so many ups and downs in our journeys and, um, and that's for the client and the coach. Um, but, and I know so many great coaches pending on, who that person is, who the client is, and who what they need in their life. So when it comes to like coaching, um, I like I'm a supporter, and what I love doing is I like a mastermind with someone for like an hour, listen to them about their business. You know, you just talk, ask someone you want to talk for a minute and see how I can you know see what's going on in your business, so I know how to refer people to you. Boy, they'll open right up and just tell you everything you need to know. And almost every time we go into either it's a personal or business issue, and most of always it's mindset. And um, and I love doing that. So I've used my product line sometimes because those are usually free calls. So I'm like, well, how could I ever repay you? And I'm like. You know, if there's a client you would like to promote or lift up, I have a three-day spa packet you could buy for them, and that helps me, and it helps them, so we just kind of pay it forward. Oh, there you go. And so I love masterminding. Um, when it comes to mindset, I love being this back end of things instead of the front end, instead of teaching it and telling it and talking about it. I like to be in a conversation with someone and discuss what we're conversing about, right, that topic. Um, and I think mindset is, is so important. Now I have a, I, ha I can hear already my little, my friends around me, my little posse that are so good at what they do. And I know two of them are like, no, breathe, breathe. Yes. Breathing is number one. I forget to breathe. So it's not what I'm going to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm girl, you have to pull back down from the ceiling. 
<laughs> the girl said to breathe. I might have noticed. <laughs> I do. And I know that when I do get calm and I do breathe, I do that work. I'm so much more powerful when I speak, but I get excited. And to me, mindset is a focus. And it's not fo just like I said earlier, it, it's a lot of work on how are you are you looking at this problem? Because both everything, there's two things always in everything and you get to choose how you're going to look at it. And, and of course we've always heard it, you know, things come to you, how you're going to respond is you, but to really understand how to look at one thing and see different parts of it and to know you get to choose on where that's going to go, not to ignore the negative or just focus on the positive. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> Maybe that's never what they meant, but that's what I thought. <laughs> it's just more about, focus and um, on keeping aligned, like, cali like cal calibrating to what you want your outcome to be. I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so very cool. Um, so, you know, what is a, a mindset that you see people come with that, that really holds them back or, you know, we, we, we talked a little bit about non-believing in ourselves and things like that, but you know, that's probably the biggest one, but what else do you see um, with people that, that really holds them back from what they're trying to do and accomplish competition and solopreneur and, and like entrepreneur world, it's competition. Like, yeah, when they'd say all that or not wanting to give their clients everything they have, like, well, that, how will they pay for this? If they're going to, if I give them all that for free, but we can read anything, you know, about already on the internet from a hundred different sources. I guarantee it. You don't have much information that we hadn't already heard. Right. <laughs> What makes you special and why I'm going to hire you is your delivery and the way you show up and your accountability and, and the way you help me with that yeah. information. I can go get from a hundred thousand other people. Yeah. So it's so don't ever be worried about giving too much to your client ever. And don't ever be worried about your competition. You can train your competition and make just as much or more money as you did before they were ever your competition. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a big one. Um, I think uh, competition, you know, like uh, in the photography world, uh, so many photographers worry about all the other photographers out there and, you know, they view them as competition. And um, I just don't see it because, you know, they're doing their thing. I'm doing my thing. You know, there's a million people in Louisville. Um, you yeah. know, there's plenty of work for everybody. Um, you know, just do your thing, be yourself and the work's gonna gonna come to you and you don't really have to worry about those other people. Absolutely. Everything you said is like, is so valid and true. And it's funny that you use the word photography because through in a, as a photographer, you're, it's your perspective, right? So the same yeah. shot will be come across different ways depending on your perspective. And that's, that's, that just summed up um, my whole thing on mindset. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, well, that yeah. was easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, also, right now, too, um, I don't know how this applies, but why it came to me is I've been seeing people say, my, I'm losing my clients. They can't afford me because some of their business is going out. And I was never a big advocate into um, paid groups and memberships. And I thought they were a little played out. And I was getting over those actually myself as a person. But right now, it's a fantastic way for your clients to pay a lot less and you to provide information to a lot more people. So yeah. can afford you 
and afford to hire you and you can continue having some in- income coming in. Right. So I'm a huge advocate for that right now. And I would never have ever dreamed I would have said that I was ready to just get rid of them all. <laughs> right. But yeah. I qualities and groups like membership groups jumped in the last three weeks, I saw one that's $100 a month go from 223 to 333 I saw people that, um, and, and I, I can name many groups, and it depends on if, if it's a focus. People need that connection and a focus, and they need your content. They need you to come out and as you more than ever. Than right, ever. yeah. Exactly. So give them access to you, and you will always be remembered for it. Yeah, that's great. That's, uh, that's awesome advice, you know, I think, um, especially now because like you said i think what what they say like 10 million people are filing for unemployment you know or something like that and it's like you know if you know if you could make yourself accessible to a lot of these people with a group coaching thing or something like that then um, not only can you provide a lot of value um, to these people but you know you're gonna feel good about helping as many people as you can you know and it'll just give you some fulfillment down the you know for yourself which which is good. Absolutely. Uh, yes. And they're, they're going to come up. If your value is there, like, and th- then it's, they're going to come up with it no matter what. Like I know a group that if everything I would pay, I not only have this one, <laughs> but uh, then I would pay it over my caffeine <laughs> or my yeah <laughs> or something, you know, it's like every, many things are important. Right. But, what kind of group is that? Um, it's a mindset group. I mean, it's a mindset and alignment, but it's like to jump into this group and have so like 400 me's um, and people trying to be on the same page. And what do you do about this? And also it's like just to come there and relax and breathe and be like, it's a safe place. I mean, it's just, and it's amazing. And I know a, another group that's a, that, um, and it's a free group and she does these little campfires and it's just such a safe place and she's so good at compassing how everyone feels and it just allows people to relate and I that group is worth whatever she wanted to charge and yeah because we need outlets right now sure knowledge absolutely and right <laughs> right so uh you know are there any uh tools free or paid that you use um, on your business that you would recommend to other people, for, you know, for productivity or, you know, um, you know, quick tips and tricks or, or, or whatever, you know? Um, so I, I'm a, I'm a zoom fan. There's a, there's a, it's so much out there. A WebEx is a good one as a good one as well. Um, it, this, I've never seen senior before. You better believe I'm going to be looking into this afterwards, yeah. but, um, I, so those, those things are good um, for like going online and virtually. So I used to also, I've done a lot of work for other people in their CRMs and they're really expensive, right? It well, depends on yeah. relatively speaking, how much you're making and how much you're going to pay. But I'll tell you for enough people for, I'd say 75% of people I work with, someone turn, someone that here in Louisville turns me on to um, one I've never found because they do not promote. You only have to know through, through a referral. And that's um, less annoying, uh, less annoying CRM. It's $10 a month. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't have all the features, but for 75% of who I know and work with, it's all they need is $10 a month and they do affiliate links. That's why they don't promote. That's why you won't ever find them online. And, yeah. um, and if you're looking that up, I'll give you my, my affiliate link. Is it, is it this? <laughs> and, 
and um the uh and um but yeah, so that's that. And and really to go get Google Docs and start creating a manual out of the back end of your book. Whatever you do, copy and paste it and throw it in the back end of the book. Now, my the business coach I worked with for so long, she would say, take the time to do it right when you copy and paste it. Me, I say, I'll throw it in there and then one day go back through and make it pretty. Right. I'm sure she might be more accurate than that because mine's never looking pretty. <laughs> but if you I but your business, you got to have an exit strategy. One day you're going to need an exit strategy. And if it's to hand right. it to someone and let them run it, you want that book. Yep, exactly. Uh, I'm glad you brought up affiliate links because, you know, um, there's a lot of people nowadays who are making a lot of money um, through affiliate links and, you know, affiliate marketing and things like that. But, you know, I guess what I want to point out is there's a lot of artists out there um nowadays who can't work um you know like i got tattoo buddy friends and things like that you know they're shut down because of coronavirus and really the only um the only income they can really have is affiliate links or you know something like that so if you do go buy something you know online you know hit up your friends um see ask online does anybody got an affiliate link for xyz product because chances someone does um, you're not going to pay any more and you're going to help them out with a little commission and all, so. that's great I'm, I'm a huge advocate for affiliate links because it allows us to promote other people and 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 get paid for it and it's interesting you said that because this is this has been coming to me for the last three or four or five days when I did that business with the local farm foods, I wanted to be known for the local, um, local people, artists, all that website. And I had a website and I was putting everybody, this was back when our edible was like just getting started. And now they, uh, it bloomed everywhere and beautiful. And, that. and I loved that. I had farmers and, and artists. And now I have a website that I have unlimited amount of products on and I'm not using it. And I just told him the a farmer last night, I was like, you're welcome to use my space. I'll put it on there for sure then you can have affiliate that like you I'll take 30% of what I sell and anybody can have the affiliate link by the way my skincare product you affiliate you make 30% <laughs> and yeah, um, that's not bad 30% is not bad for affiliates um um that less less annoying CRM I did not take it seriously just because the name of it you get a free month every time you share it someone to get started and right. But I would, I'd be love, I'd do that now. Anybody who doesn't have a website or doesn't want to spend the time or money, they could put it on my website for sure. And they can share the website. Um, they can get their money and other people could sell the affiliate link. We can look into yeah. this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a good way to, uh, to grow your business as well. Right. Cause you can, people, other people could promote you and you can get in front of them, a different audience you know, you just got to be understanding of the fact that, you know, you're not going to be making 100% of the profits. You know, a piece of that pie is going to go to somebody else. Um, but if you're getting in front of a bigger audience, you know, it's worth it. Yeah, it's people you wouldn't have gotten to anyway. Right, exactly. Because they weren't your audience to start with. Right, and price it for that. If it's a problem, if you're like, no, I have to get the full 50 bucks, well, then price it at 70 Right. And, yeah, exactly. Let someone have it. Um, and I didn't even think about tattoo. I feel like I've thought of so many different industries right now that are being affected by this and really try to, I know the artist industry altogether is, I mean, there's so many, right. And I love, um, I'm, yeah. I, 
had it on my calendar, go get a tattoo. And I didn't even think about it now. I, can't, I even thought about that. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to do it for a while. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's artists, it's musicians. You know, I can't do my photography business right now because, you know, um, the governor said no. Um, even if it's single person interaction, you can't do it. And, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's just uh, the world we live in now. So it's just trying to find some, some other ways to, to go. And I'm still marketing my photography business the way I would normally, because eventually this is all going to be over and people are going to need headshots. And, you know, I want yeah. them to remember me. Maybe you can show them how to take their own and then you can do some editing until it goes. And then you're like, now, now you know why you need me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Brooke, is there anything we didn't touch on that you'd like to to talk about or any any major uh, tips or tricks that you want to throw out there to people, advice? No, I think a long time, six months ago, I could have told you all kinds of tools that I've told you you needed because I believed I did and tips and all that stuff. But I, I hit right home to what I think you need right now. Okay. Sounds great. Well, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell people the best way to find you um, if they want to chat with you or, or find anything about you. Yeah. So, so you can uh, you go to b.university. It's B-E, just b.university. That's the website. That's a skincare product website. So it's kind of, um, and then, or you can email me at brooke at b.university. I think he's got it up on the screen. And um, yeah. I do free masterminding sessions um, about, you know, what to do and how to move forward things. And um, just if you don't know what you need, you can come to me and I could probably, I like to say I'm a jack of all trades and I know all the masters. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, well, Brooke, I really appreciate you being here on uh, 502 Entrepreneurs today. Uh, it was great talking with you and uh um, I wish you the best. I hope that you're you and your family stay healthy during uh, these next couple months and uh, we all get through it and uh, start getting back to some sense of normal. Well, thank you. So. Thank you for having me. And all right. Too. All right. Appreciate it. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to 502 Entrepreneurs. You can find our site online at www.502entrepreneurs.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast through whichever service you listen to. Thanks again.